Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. I am Sam Bushman on your radio. Yes, we are live the day after Christmas. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. This is the broadcast for December 26th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is... Hour two of two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property to promote God, family, and country through so on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty. Yeah, that's right, the Constitution for the United States of America, the supreme law of the land, with all of its checks and balances to chain down government to make sure that nobody gets too powerful in America, ladies and gentlemen. That is the grand key to liberty. Welcome to the broadcast. Hope you're all doing fantastic. I had a delightful Christmas weekend. Hope you did as well. Wanted to come back and share the love, share the vote for Christ every day in our lives. That's what you got to do, folks. Vote for Christ. How do you vote for Christ? You learn to follow him. You try to receive his image in your countenance through obedience to his word, to his laws, to his commandments, to his guidelines. They're there to protect us, not to hurt us, harm us, not to make us struggle. They're there as a framework for success and stability and safety and prosperity. What an opportunity the Savior has given us and what an opportunity to celebrate his birth and most importantly, his ultimate sacrifice and resurrection, ladies and gentlemen. We talked last hour about uh, True the Vote truthevote.org. We talked with Greg Phillips, who was our guest on radio and TV simulcast. Uh, we talked about his podcast, Patriot Games. We talked about True the Vote. We talked about they're putting together a bunch of cool new stuff. Their opening project, their fusion centers project competing with government fusion centers to tell the truth for a change. Uh, and most importantly, they're putting together what's called the Pit Pack. Welcome to the Pit. That's an event that took place. The Pit refers to the biblical throwing someone in a pit Uh, they're trying to throw us into a pit folks they really are and let us just stay there and starve and die they want to throw the country in a pit and destroy america we will not let it happen let's be very clear indeed um you know what but big name conservatives are getting swatted and it was so prevalent it's even on the mainstream press news at the top of the hour you just heard it and they talk about marjorie taylor green has been swatted for the eighth time now listen to me carefully swatting is when someone makes a false, you heard me, a false report about an ongoing, quote, serious crime in an effort to elicit a rapid response from the police, uh, like a SWAT unit, okay? Um, And what happens is it's very, very dangerous because the cops going into it don't know what to expect. Is it real? Is it not? Is it dangerous? Is it not? So they heighten their precautions. They get all ratcheted up, justly so, sad to say, in many cases, because they don't know. Um, But in this case, thank heavens, Marjorie Taylor Greene has security. And a security staff. And that's wonderful because all the cops did, as they said, we've seen this a gazillion times. Uh, all the uh, extreme communists and socialists and whoever else, that's my opinion to which I'm entitled, are attacking Green, and uh, therefore they're swatting her and hoping to create, you know, mayhem. Uh, so we're the cops. We're going to call and call the security team, see if it's okay. They called. They said, hey, uh, she's safe and well. Um, swatted on Christmas. I was just swatted. This is like the eighth time, Marjorie explains. Now, the good part is that everything was okay. Nobody got harmed. And I'm glad 
I'm grateful for that. But what about those of us who get that kind of stuff happening to us um, and we don't have a security team? Or the cops don't have us on their radar to go, oh, this is probably a scam. Let's verify if it's true first. No, the cops will just roll straight to my, your, who knows house, right? This stuff is very, very, very dangerous. So I think it behooves all of us to start maybe getting a hold of our sheriffs and saying, hey, sheriff, you know what? Um, we need to kind of create a way that you and I can protect me. You know, what What can we sit down and do to protect us with all this swatting going on, with more and more people? You know, this guy in, in, in Provo, Utah just got shot because he made some threats online that he shouldn't. The cops went in and killed him. And now, I, I don't know enough about that situation, but I know this. He didn't deserve to die. So whether it's the swatters that get you, whether it's the cops that get you, you know, I don't know. But it's all mixed up because you don't know who the friends are and who the foes are, Right? That's the problem. Well, Catherine Engelbrecht just updated the truthavote.org site, and it's incredible. they got a great update going on. They're doing a lot of things behind the scenes, folks, and we'll bring those things to your attention. But I bring this swatting thing up because it's real, and guys like me don't have any protection from it. I mean, I don't know the cops very well in my area, and, you know, I don't know who would be called, right? you got multi-levels of government or layers of government. You got the local police at your city, you got your county, you got your whatever, FBI, you got, I don't know who would be called in. And the sad part is because the FBI, the Justice Department, the federal government, the IRS, the who knows how many different organizations come into the counties and act without coordination with your local sheriff or without local law enforcement oftentimes, you don't even know who's who. We are creating a dangerous situation on so many fronts, it's not even funny. Um, all because we have this technology that supposedly can't be discovered where the call came from. Well, Catherine Engelbrecht, the True the Vote, brought up this phrase on her new website is why I'm spending time on this. Founder and president of True the Vote, quote, trials, tribulations, and hope on the horizon. I really love that phrase because you know what? When you look at 2023 and this year, it's been a very tumultuous year to say the least. Um, the world is getting more wicked. Uh, it is peril, literally on every side. Satan seems to be raging in the hearts of men and women everywhere. And it feels like, you know what, we don't have a prayer. <laughs> the United States is going down. The whole world's going down with it. And uh, the fear is what they're peddling. And I go on and on and on. I digress, except for I really want to focus on this highlight through it all. What Catherine says, trials and tribulations, we can expect them for followers of Christ, right? I mean, he even said that biblically. Look, they come after you because you believe and support and trust in me. They come after me because, well, they hate liberty. They hate light. They hate freedom. They hate, well, Catherine Engelbrecht talked about trials and tribulations. We expect them to come. But then she says, and hope on the horizon. And that's what I really want to focus on today. I don't want people to have a loss of hope, especially not at the Christmas season or Christmas time. Things are absolutely off the rails. I get it. But more Americans are waking up than ever before as well. Okay? As this gets worse, uh, it feels worse. But you know what? It used to be when I started in this business almost 30 years ago, 
it used to be where people said, Sam, you're just absolutely off your rock crazy. And now those same people come to me and they say, you know, number one, how did you know? And number two, they, they ask me questions because they know that I'm not crazy. What I said was the truth. It was just so far from our minds, so far from understanding, so far from reality that it was hard to really put a finger on it and go, man, is this right? Is this true? Is, he, is what he's saying real? Well, now that movies like The Police State have come out from Dinesh D'Souza, who they did wrongfully put in prison, uh, and now that you see J6 has occurred, and all the people in prison wrongfully there, the abuse Sam and Bundy, our dear friend, has taken, and Diego uh, and others, uh, and you go, wow, now you find out Sam Bushman's been referred to Congress as the nexus of hate, anti-government, and uh, a domestic threat to the nation, and, and a white supremacist, and you go, there's no fact to that whatsoever, but that's on the congressional record, right? And, and you start to see, and pretty soon you go, man, there is more to this. The IRS is abusing people. It's out of control everywhere. The swatting seems to be ratcheting up, not not taming down. And I'm glad Marjorie Taylor Greene was safe, but what about guys like me that don't have a security team they can call? What do I do when everybody shows up at my house? You know, am I only left with surveillance or hiring my own security team? I can't afford a security team, people. I guess my security team is God Almighty. And uh, he's going to leave me on the earth as long as my mission has value. And when I, you know, when my mission's done, I'm out. Until then, I'm just going to have to trust that God can protect me, because I don't have the money for a security team like that. So when the swatting happens and all this goes down, I have to trust more in this idea. There's trials and tribulations. If you're a follower of Christ, there's no doubt about it. Expect them to come because they can and they will and they are. But remember, and hope on the horizon. Catherine Engelbrecht is right on that. We need to have hope in what's going on, hope in solutions, hope that our greater numbers can eventually make the difference. We've been in a lot of trouble in America plenty of times in our history, and we've oftentimes made the wrong moves, and I'm sad for that. But I also understand that more good has been done by America than any country on the face of the planet, regardless of our mistakes and our wrongs. Where we're making a mistake right now is we're turning our back on God. All kinds of religions are having trouble. I just saw a big article, which I don't want to dig into uh, a ton now, but it's from the New York Times. It says the United Methodist Church is coming apart. And it talks about the Methodists and how some of them are embracing this gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender uh, stuff. And others are rejecting it. And it's creating a fracture within the church. The Baptists are having a similar kind of situation. So are the Mormons. Uh, so are the Catholics. So are all these groups are having trouble. Uh, as uh, everybody takes different sides on this. There's a great wedge being driven. But it's us to remain true to Christ, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, in my opinion, that's the key. Do you know what? Do you follow the Prince of Peace? It is Christmas time now. Uh, do you believe in this view? That there is trials and tribulations, but there is hope on the horizon. I am convinced there's hope on the horizon. I'm convinced that more people are doing more good than ever before, and I'm convinced we're not losing. You think I'm delusional, huh? All right, let's talk about it in seconds on your radio.
As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. My name is Christian Knuckles. I prophesy there will be no revival until the church leadership stops lying to the people. I'm the first soldier of the spiritual body of Christ, the Lion of Judah, the Confederate Church of Christ. I'm here to declare the lion will lie down with the lamb when the lying stops. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries and brought to you by confederatechurchofchrist.com. If Planned Parenthood were what they publicly declare themselves to be, they would welcome transparency. We all know why they hide, because we know what they hide. We can confirm federal judges who follow the Constitution rather than reverse engineer their preferred policy outcomes. The truth about abortion is spreading because of advances in medical imaging, because of brave journalists, tireless, activists, compassionate doctors, nurses, and other healthcare professionals. The rising generation of young Americans is the most pro-life in decades because they know too. And one day soon, we will reaffirm our nation's principles in their dignified fullness and avow once again that all men are created equal. All are entitled to life. All right, Catherine Engelbrecht, founder and president of truthevote.org. Check out their new incredible website. But she says trials and tribulations and hope on the horizon. Amen to all that. That's happening. That is, in my opinion, the slogan for 24. We're going to have a lot of trials and tribulations, folks. We are followers of Jesus Christ. And when you follow the Christ child, you know what? <laughs> Uh, the wrath of evil comes down upon you. But you know what? We're not supposed to fear man. We're supposed to trust God. So even though I don't have a big security team, and the, you know, even though I'm worried about this swatting and worried about all these kind of things, people are taking action. People are not taking it laying down anymore. I'll give you a quick example. There's a story that just came out in the news from this group I've never really heard of. It's called concealnation.org or concealed, I should say it right, sorry, concealednation.org. And they have a headline that says this. I find it fascinating. Carjacking victim steals carjacker's vehicle that they showed up in, gives chase, shots fired. So let me get this right. Some thugs have a vehicle, and they roll up, and they intentionally carjack your car but in the process i don't know if it's like I, I, man i don't know what you call this but what do they call that uh, uh what, i'm trying to think of the name of this when you sometimes when teenagers stop at a light 
they jump out, and I think they call it like a Russian fire drill. But it's I don't mean it to be racist or anything weird. I, I'm hesitating because I don't, I'm going to get in trouble for this. But I don't know what else to call it. And what happens is, is that when you're at a stoplight, before the light changes, all these teenagers jump out of the car and run around, and everybody switches seats. And so somebody in the back will get in the front and vice versa. And run Okay, it's almost like that happened in this carjacking. Because what happened is the carjackers took the car of the carjacking victim, but then the carjacking victim ran and got in the carjacking victim's, or I'm sorry, in the carjacker's other vehicle and gives chase and shots were fired and stuff like that. Now, I don't recommend chasing criminals. Okay, I don't think it's wise. I think it's very, very foolish. I also don't recommend running from the cops. Not wise. Very, very, very foolish. But in this case, there's slices of video and everything else and stuff like that from this Concealed Nation group, concealednation.org, which I don't know much about, but I saw that story from them, and I thought that was interesting. So the hijackers, or the carjackers literally carjacked them, but then, man, the victim steals the carjacking victim's car. Well, it turns out all, all the cars were stolen. And it turns out that this led the cops back to a big old bunch of cars that were stolen, and it's a big old fiasco. I and mean, it's like a Jerry Springer carjacking the it's almost cartoonish in its in its evolution, but it's deadly dangerous, folks. I don't mean to act like this is a joke or a cartoon or anything like that. I'm just saying it's just imagine this. You know, when you're a kid, they talk about the old days in school. You know, hey, the big things you got in trouble for were uh, chewing gum, not having your shirt tucked in, talking in class. Maybe you kissed a girl, you know. Holy moly. Uh, nowadays uh, in school, it's like, hey, we just hope it doesn't get shot up. We just hope to stop the drug dealing in the school. We just hope to stop the fights and the gangs and the connections and the whatevers. Uh, and, you know, it used to be, hey, kids used to do these. Was it a Chinese fire drill or a Russian fire drill? I don't know. Anyway, you get out of your car and you run around at a stoplight and stuff like that. It's just little games kids play. It's not really safe or wise, but they do that kind of stuff. Well, this kind of thing happened, but now we're talking about carjackings. Carjackings are on the rise all over the country. And then now you got this victim that literally takes the carjacker's vehicle, becomes a victim, and then almost becomes the perpetrator in a way, gives chase, shots fired. I mean, it's crazy. People are fighting back. But whether it's carjackings or swattings or whatever else happens, you need to remember, folks, there are trials and tribulations. There is indeed hope on the horizon. There are solutions. All right? We're going to find out in 2024 a lot of things. We're going to find out who the next president of the United States of America will be. We can already tell you from the last hour with Greg Phillips that, you know what, there is going to be election integrity problems without a doubt. And we at the Constitutional Sheriff's and Peace Officers Association Continue to fight those things. Continue to try to work towards accountability. Getting rid of Eric is one of the big things to be done. The new database I mentioned last hour, new database launched to help pressure states to clean up their voter rolls. The Gateway Pundit writes that piece. Okay? We're making a difference, folks. It's just that it's a massive problem kind of like there's a lot of pro-life groups out there and they actually have quite a bit of money and they actually do a lot of good they mean annually every january to stand for pro-life president trump the only president to literally speak to the pro-life groups openly directly clearly without apology good for donald 
Okay, well, anyway, I bring this up because I know that they seem like they're big groups and they have a lot of money and they meet every year. They do a lot of good. But they've been fighting against this abortion mill and this abortion agenda for a long, long, long time. And uh, even though it feels like they're big groups and we should be able to stop things, it's an epic battle on our hand. Right? It is an epic battle on our hands. And so even though... You know, people get frustrated with us, and they're like, Sam, if you guys are so effective and so valuable, why don't we have these problems solved yet? I don't think you're very, um, I don't know what words to use, but I don't think you really understand your um, agenda or whatever you want to call it here. We are making a difference. We are making a huge progress. But the mainstream press don't doesn't want you to know about it. And we don't have a lot of money. We don't have a lot of time and a lot of dollars. So even though, I'll give you an example to make the point. We can fight as much as we want for pro-life, but Vice President Kamala Harris will be traveling the country in an effort to advocate for the right to abortion. So literally you get the VP of the United States of America running around promoting pro-death. I kid you not. It is unbelievable. Right? It is unbelievable. And so, you know what? We can do a lot of good. And we do do a lot of good. But I'm just telling you right now, folks, when we're up against the vice president, VP, Kamala Harris. Now, I'm convinced personally, I personally think that Kamala Harris has like got communist backing. That's my opinion to which I'm entitled. Okay, you may or may not agree with me. You say, what evidence, what proof do you have? Okay, we can get into that. But VP Kamala Harris now announced that she will be traveling the country in an effort to advocate for the right to abortion. Now, I would say that means the right to murder, ladies and gentlemen. That's what her agenda is in 2024. Promote abortion. Promote pro-death. I'm running around going, yeah, there's trials and tribulations, but let's have hope in Christ and hope in we the people and hope in the future. Carjackers are stealing cars. SWAT folks are swatting and putting people in danger. Kamala's running around the country promoting abortion, thinking that's the great opportunity for Democrats. Sadly, Republicans are running as fast as they can from the abortion issue because they're afraid. Ron DeSantis isn't. Ron DeSantis stands up boldly, nobly, independently and says, I think that's wrong. We're not losing because we promote pro-life. That's a misrepresentation of what's really going on, and Ron DeSantis is right about that. He's absolutely right about that. But sadly, we're having more abortions than ever, even though Roe versus Wade got changed or overturned, right? We've got a lot on our plates to work through. But you know what? You want to know what the good news is? We've got more people getting involved every single day. Isn't that exciting to you that more people are learning the truth? 
more people are realizing the awful state that we find ourselves in, and more people are taking action to change that. All right? We're talking about year of the family, investing in children, abortion survivors, a lot, right? We've got so much to focus on, it's not even funny. And it's all good stuff, right? All right, hang tight. we got a whole lot more to cover. I'm Sam Bushman with a revealing report coming up in seconds on your radio. to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Corey Myers. Israeli airstrikes in Syria have reportedly killed another top official with the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps this week. According to Iranian state media, an Israeli strike on Monday killed Sayed Razi Mousavi as he returned from purported diplomatic duties in Damascus. Mousavi is among the highest-ranking Islamic Revolutionary Guard leaders targeted since a U.S. drone strike killed Iranian Quds Force commander Qasem Soleimani during the Trump administration in 2020. I'm Ryan Daniels. Multiple arrests were made, at least one officer injured after a pro-Palestinian protest in Manhattan yesterday. Hundreds marched through Midtown protesting the conflict in Gaza. The New York Police Department says that some protesters clashed with officers at one point, leading to six arrests for crimes including menacing an officer and disorderly conduct. The department reports that one officer was injured in the confrontation and is in stable condition. The Pentagon says U.S. airstrikes in Iraq overnight likely killed several Iran-backed militants with Hezbollah. The U.S. airstrikes were in retaliation to an earlier drone attack Monday that left three U.S. soldiers wounded in Iraq, including one critically. President Biden was presented with a range of different options and decided to go with that strike. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin characterized the strikes as necessary and proportionate. Former President Trump didn't appear to have a very Merry Christmas. He took to Truth Social yesterday and went on a rage about everything. His legal issues, President Biden, special counsel Jack Smith. In a separate post, Trump said he would replace Obamacare. This is USA News. Hey, here's a question. After you wear your clothes, you toss them in the washing machine, right? Nobody wants to wear dirty clothes. So how come you don't throw your shoes in the washing machine when they get dirty? I mean, come on, your shoes are touching the filthy ground all day long. Gross. Well, with Skechers, you can, because most Skechers are machine washable. That's right. Skechers are specially made so you can toss them right in the washing machine and keep them clean and looking new. And when they look new, you can confidently wear them longer. That's less shoes you're going to want to throw away, which means less waste. And it'll save you tons of dough. I love that. Plus, machine washable Skechers are for the whole family, men, women, and kids. So when your kids get their shoes dirty, oh, and we know they will, just wash them. Brilliant. And even our latest technology, 
new hands-free Skechers slip-ins are washable. You just step right in and go without bending down or even touching your shoes. So give your Skechers the same treatment you give your clothes. Just toss them in the washing machine and keep them looking brand spanking new. Five machine washable Skechers at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear happens to be sold. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that pro-life is the most important issue we need to deal with in 2024. I know a lot of people uh, didn't think much of it when I said back when the Republicans took control that pro-life was their most important issue. And I still maintain that it absolutely 100% is. Sadly, while Kamala Harris is going to run around the country on the taxpayer's dime and promote the advocacy of abortion. What a disgrace that is, ladies and gentlemen. But let me share with you a statistic that I think will knock your socks off. Abortion advocates received nearly $2 billion in federal funds over three years. $2 billion in federal funds over three years, data shows. Most of the funding, believe it or not, they say, was dispersed through the Department of Health and Human Services. That's, what, DHS or whatever it is, right? Think about that. Health and Human Services literally dispersing this kind of money. The HHS, is that what they call it, right? Health and Human Services, HHS. And a group called the United States Agency for International Development, also known as USAID. I don't know if you know who they are, but there you have it. Think about that. The United States Agency for International Development, USAID. Um, those are the primary groups this money was distributed through. <clears throat> There's a pro-life summary that highlighted this or whatever that's kind of important to understand. The vast majority of the money, $1.7 billion, or no, $1.78 billion, went to Planned Parenthood. The Planned Parenthood Federation of America is what it's called. We have learned they're not interested in caring for women like they claim. Okay? They're not interested in that like we thought they were, like many people thought they were. They're interested in abortion and pro-death. And Kamala is literally going to be their lead charge person. I don't know what you call that. But the Democrats are fixing to say, look, you might have shut down or overturned Roe versus Wade, but we're not going to stand for it. State by state, we're going to promote abortion and murder. And it's on the rise. You don't realize that, folks. You think you won something, and you did, but you didn't win as much as you hoped because they're just simply doing an end run round. Right? What we thought would stop abortions in America. Now they're doing it state by state. 
and the states are dividing over this issue like no other issue has ever divided America. Pro-life versus pro-death is the count. God or Satan is what I would call it. What do you want? Pro-death is Satan's plan. Pro-life is God's plan. The whole purpose of the government is to promote, protect, defend life. Liberty and property, right? So look, Kamala Harris is funded by the taxpayers running around the country promoting death. All under a supposed woman's right to choose. It's the biggest lie we've been told. It's bigger than the money issue. People's lives are at stake. Now we literally find out while Kamala Harris is running around the country, I bet that money's not caught. Uh, the money that it takes for her to run around and be the advocate for abortion all over the country, that's not included in this $2 billion I'm talking about. But literally abortion advocates received nearly $2 billion in the last three years, data shows. USAID and HHS are the ones that, um, I don't know what you want to call it, uh, are the ones that distributed the money, I guess you said. Now, I want to focus on something really, really critical. So they say the vast majority of this, $1.78 billion, went to the Planned Parenthood Federation of America, proving they're just pro-death. That's their agenda. All right? Now, we would all be mad at USAID uh, and mad at HHS and mad at folks. Let me explain something to you very carefully. I think Kamala's wrong on this critical issue. No question. I think Joe Biden's a nutcase. He's a Catholic and he betrays his religion, in my humble opinion, by promoting pro-death and standing on the abortion side, the murder side of the equation. Shame on Joe and shame on Kamala and shame on anybody who's pro-death under the guise of a woman's choice. It's a lie. But I digress. My point is $2 billion in the last three years has gone to this murderous agenda. We don't even know how many babies are killed in America because there's not really enough stats. There's not enough tracking details. They're too busy tracking Sam Bushman's every movement to worry about the, the murder of babies and the tracking and the selling of baby body parts, which we've caught them at doing. And the ones who went undercover who did a phenomenal job to catch them at what they're doing and try to prosecute criminally for such dishonest, immoral actions, they're the ones in trouble and the dishonest, the immoral run free. It's even another reason why we stand by this statement from Catherine Engelbrecht that says this, trials, tribulations, and hope on the horizon because we have hope now listen i blame congress for this abortion crisis the fact that we've spent two billion dollars in the last three years on abortion i blame congress and i specifically blame the house of representatives ladies and gentlemen that's right why do i go there why do i say that because listen to me folks constitutionally the house has control of the purse strings the House of Representatives controls all, you heard me, all spending. Spending bills must originate in the House, and they're the ones that if they don't vote yes, it doesn't even go to the Senate. The Senate can work on a bill all day, but if the House doesn't take it up, it's not possible to continue. So um, somehow this $2 billion either, listen carefully to me, either the executive branch 
via USAID and HHS stole the money, or they were given the money by Congress. Then we can debate which that is, because I believe it's a little of both, to be honest with you. Congress creates slush funds. Those slush funds are used in ways that Congress does not intend. How much of it really is theft or misappropriation of funds or, you know, versus how much of it is, well, Congress gave us approval and we have the right, the freedom, the latitude, whatever word you want to use, to do whatever we want to. That's the real discussion, right? But at the end of the day, though, this money doesn't get approved by the House. This money's not available to, to pass out. $2 billion for murder. And, you know, we want to look at uh, Planned Parenthood and blame them. Well, they deserve plenty of blame. We want to look at um, HHS or USAID or these groups that, you know, supposedly used the money or distributed the money or whatever words you want to use for this. But really, at the end of the day, you can look at the president because he obviously signed whatever bills. The Senate, you can look at because they're all they're all guilty in some way. But at the end of the day, the House of Representatives over the last three years did not have to approve two billion dollars in murderous money. And so that's why I specifically look at your House of Representatives and Congress. Number one, they're the closest to you. They're not as close to you as the uh, I mean, I'm sorry. They're closer to you than the president. They're closer to you than your senator. Um. I get that there's too many people to a, a, a congressman or woman right now. I get it. A representative. I get it. But they're still the ones that are the closest to you. They're the ones that you directly have the opportunity to elect or reject. And it's easy to blame the Senate. But you know what? They're secondary. It's hard for senators once something's approved in the House, especially if the president's howling for it. and You're in the middle of the Senate. It's a tougher position to be in. There's fewer senators, but the House of Representatives could stop any of these things on a dime. While abortion advocates received $2 billion in the last three years alone, I blame that squarely on the House of Representatives. I don't understand why we continue to fund Planned Parenthood that uses it for murder when we just overturned Roe versus Wade. Because state by state, ladies and gentlemen, it's getting worse. How do you say that it's getting worse, Sam? How, where do you get that? Because these chemical abortions, these abortion pills are being shipped across state lines. Even in states that say that it's illegal. Right? And so p- women are taking these chemical abortion pills like never before. And they're being shipped across state lines and even in states where abortion is illegal or prosecutable. They're still committing murder via our tax dollars. Hang tight. I've got more. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8:44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then, the more they use the lie, the more they reproduce the lie. The more spiritual power they get. Now look, the media is a lie multiplier. And this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast. 
That power protects the cells of the beast from prosecution. Why isn't Hillary in prison? She is protected. We must restore our national relationship with God. Truth is sacred in the kingdom, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. Isaiah 9, 6. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, what they took was abortion off the table at the federal level on one hand. On the other hand, the court back in April doubled down. U.S. Supreme Court protects access to abortion pill rights, CNN. Now, this is back in April 2023, so this story's kind of old. Why am I bringing it up now, you ask? Because I believe that we're going to be seeing more of this, not less. The battle rages on, and we cannot let this stand. We've literally spent $2 billion in the last three years on murder. We supposedly overturned Roe versus Wade, but states have been doubling down and, and literally codifying into law that will be impossible to ever return from, if we're not very careful, to murder babies right up until birth. They might even start to after-birth murder babies and justify that, too. They're working on it. And pro-life is the most important issue of our time. The whole purpose of government, like I say, to protect life, liberty, and property. Uh, this is a vital, of, uh, vitally important. So on one hand, the court said, we're not going to deal with it at the federal level. Let the states deal with it. Then the abortion pills started getting shipped all over the country. And states that are against abortion said, wait a minute, you can't ship abortion pills across state lines into our state. And the Supreme Court said, oh, we're not going to touch it. So they're calling it a huge win for the Biden administration because the U.S. Supreme Court protects access to abortion pill. CNN even loudly proclaims that. They're all excited. We can't murder babies now the old way, but we got a better, newer way. Just ship this, um, uh, what do you call it, stealth envelope to somebody or this um, you know, nondescriptive. And, hey, they can just have an abortion right in their house. Nobody will know. You can call and talk to a doctor, and then, boom, they send it to you. Well, the problem is, when it crosses state lines, does the federal government have authority to decide what happens in the states? Follow my logic here. I'm not very smart, but see if you can hang with me for a second. If the federal government doesn't have authority to decide whether abortions occur or not in a given state, 
then the government doesn't have the authority to say that, yes, we can send abortion pills into a state that rejects abortion. Think about that. The court's saying we don't want to touch it. What the court's saying is we're not going to rule against it. But what the government's really saying is we know we're in a, in a bind here. States, we can't decide if you can have, you know, commit abortions or not. That's up to you. It's not a federal government discussion anymore, says the Supreme Court. But the Supreme Court also says, hey, you can just ship abortion murder pills anywhere. It's fine. So now you got the government, the federal government, literally undermining the states that are trying to do the right thing and stand for pro-life. Right? While we spent almost $2 billion on murder over the last three years, while we've overturned Roe versus Wade, the Supreme Court still... And this is supposedly the, the conservative Supreme Court, the ones with the guts to overturn Roe versus Wade. They still protect access to abortion pill. Right? Now, abortion pills are being shipped all over the country. And some states are going, stop that. Right? They're shipped to every state, folks, and you can't stop it. Can you illegally cross state lines or legally cross state lines to get abortion pills? The FDA made regulatory changes that allows more access to pills that can end pregnancy. Yeah, both CBS and Walgreens announced that they're going to go ahead and promote the death pill. So now the debate is, can they ship them across state lines? Can people run across state lines? There's a big battle over this. Now listen. Listen to me carefully. They say that the FDA will permanently allow abortion pills by mail. NYTimes.com Now this is an old story. This is back in 21. Yeah, it'll allow patients to receive the murder medication by mail instead of going to a doctor. Yeah, I don't know how to respond to this, folks. But they're literally conflicted on this. On one hand, they say, hey, we're not going to do this. On the other hand, FDA will permanently allow. Now, Here's the problem with this discussion, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to me carefully. Not only do I blame Congress for the $2 billion plus being spent on murder, the House of Representatives primarily, but now we find the Supreme Court won't touch this other part with a 10-foot pole. The FDA will permanently allow abortion pills by mail. Now, let me ask you a question. Who decided that? Is that a law? Does the FDA make law now? Right? Because think about that for a second. The FDA just decided, hey, we can ship abortion pills even to states that reject or say that abortion is illegal. And if you cross state lines, mm, we're not going to touch that either. So they have given you this false, because we overturned Roe versus Wade, that we're winning or that we've won, lie. And now Republicans don't have the guts to follow through and demand accountability like I am. They're running from this pro-life issue like you would not believe. 
Shame on the Republicans. Shame on the House that spent $2 billion on murder. Shame on the U.S. Supreme Court that protects access to abortion pills. Shame on the FDA, this unconstitutional agency that decides to make law unconstitutionally and will permanently allow abortion pills to be distributed via mail. Shame on them all. For 2023, you expect this to play out, but I'm telling you, this is the quintessential discussion of our lifetimes. Will we stand for pro-life? Or will we sit on the sidelines and or advocate like Kamala Harris with your tax dollars for pro-death? What will we as a people, as a society do? We thought we were given a gift with the overturn of Roe versus Wade. I think we were. But I think we're failing at taking advantage of that gift. Because we're not demanding the next level of shutting down murder. We're just allowing them to do an end run round and, hey, we'll just ship abortion pills. No problem. We'll just use the FDA to make law. And we'll use the federal government's FDA, an unconstitutional agency to undermine states who try to protect life. Right? Anyway, it's a shame. It's a disgrace. I'll tell you that right now. And I'm so disappointed. Uh, but I'm going to keep on this issue. This issue will be my discussion point in 2024. The most pro-life person will get my vote for president. Who is that? It sure ain't Nikki Haley. I'll tell you that right now. In fact, Tucker Carlson doubled down just recently and said, hey, you know what? He will not support a Republican ticket that has Nikki Haley as Trump's VP pick on it. So Tucker Carlson's openly said, I'm not voting for Trump if he picks Nikki Haley. That is a huge statement. And I agree, you can't let Nikki on the ticket. She's a nutcase. She's a globalist. And I don't think she's strong enough on pro-life at all. All right, now Giuliani was forced to file for bankruptcy protection because they sued him for big money. That's a disgrace, too. But I'm telling you, this pro-life issue is the discussion. And I believe that we're being deceived when we're told that, oh, don't touch that issue. It's a losing cause. Uh, as soon as the pro-life issue came out, Republicans started losing. No, that's a lie. Ron DeSantis is the only one who had the guts to call that out on the stage properly in the debates. That's not true. It's the mainstream press manipulation of this that's the problem. People don't really get it. People don't realize that even in states where abortion is illegal, the government, the federal government has promoted illegality and said we can ship abortion pills into those states and create murders anyway. The Supreme Court had the gut to overturn Roe versus Wade, but they didn't really have the guts to stop abortions. They just let abortions take a different route, which is chemical abortions. And now the FDA, and now they're distributing all this money through the USAID uh, and through these other groups, HHS. They're just going about it differently. But they're not really stopping abortion people. They're playing you for fools. I'm grateful for all the efforts that have been made, and I don't mean to undermine or refuse to acknowledge any of the gains that we've made by any means, folks. But I will say this. I don't want us to be lied to and deceived and think we're winning a game that we're not. Right? I don't want us to believe for two seconds that we're ahead of this thing, that, man, we're making tremendous gains here. We have made some gains. But all those gains are being undermined by those who are not being genuine and honest with you. And this issue is being manipulated by the mainstream press where the American people cannot see the truth. 
The truth is, we are a pro-death nation. And the truth is, those people who want pro-death are putting their money where their mouth is, including tax dollars. Kamala Harris going to take to the campaign trail for 2024 and promote abortion. Who's taking to the campaign trail to promote pro-life? All right? The FDA permanently allows abortion pills by mail, which means across state lines. Okay? We have got to get this solved. We have got to respect the states that are pro-life and support them, not let them to be undermined. This issue will only become a big issue when the American people demand it. And so far, the abortion advocates are the only ones making their views known and their demands heard. We, the other people, just sit on the sidelines and go, Durr, glad we run Roe versus Wade. That was great. Did a good job there. Not realizing that we're being undermined at every turn. And there is no more essential issue than the pro-life issue. If you cannot protect life, especially the most innocent among us, What's the purpose of government then? What is the purpose of government? If I'm dead, I guess I don't need to, my liberties protected, do I? I don't have any property if I'm dead, of course, right? So it's life, liberty, and property, but it all depends on life. That is the quintessential fundamental necess- necessity reason for government to exist. It's time we wake up. It's time we pay attention. It's time we double down in defense of pro-life. It is not something that we can idly sit back on and say this is somebody else's fight. There's a lot of work to be done, folks, and we need your help in getting it done. And I'm going to take the lead in 2024 because I believe this is the most quintessential issue of our time. And I've said that for a long time. But I especially say that now. You know, you don't need to worry about your liberty if they're just going to kill you. If you don't have any life, we don't need to worry about liberty or property much, do we? What's the whole existence of government's purpose? Why did God institute government among men? To protect us, right? To secure our rights was the purpose of our founders. All right, let's double down in defense of those rights to be secured, shall we? Two hours in the can. Hopefully they were educational. Hopefully they gave you a positive view as we stand with Catherine Engelbrecht and realize that, you know what? We do have trials and tribulations, but we have hope in Christ and hope in the greatest country on the face of the earth. And I have hope in you, my fellow Americans, that we together can stand for the sacred cause of liberty and that we can promote life, liberty, and property and stand with God, family, and country. Thanks for being alongside for the ride. LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word and share the love. God save the Republic of the United States of America.